the fourth day of the week. When the Advocate comes, whom will I send to you from the Father? The Spirit of truth who comes from the Father, he will testify on my behalf. John 15, verse 26. The Spirit helps us in our weakness, for we do not know how to pray as we ought, but that very Spirit intercedes with sighs too deep for words. Romans 8, verse 26. The Holy Spirit is present and active among us. The ascension of Jesus was not a loss, as if what he had done among us ceased. Rather, it was a gain. For in the man from Nazareth, the power of God was made known for a few short years across a limited territory. But now, by the work of the Holy Spirit, that power is let loose across the whole world for all time. Someone has accomplished that for most Christians. The Holy Spirit is simply a kind of vague blur. What is your understanding of the Spirit? What works of the Spirit can you identify in your own life and in the lives of Christians across the centuries and around the world or in your own community? Opening Prayer Come, Holy Spirit. You are the sacred breath through which we have life You are the blessed wind, one divine driving force by which we are refreshed and invigorated. As the mist of morning that obscure the road ahead are dissipated before the sun's brightness, so clear away our confusion and dispel all false notions and evil intentions. Then empower me and all who seek your strength to do your will. Blessed are you together with the Father and the Son, one God, in every age and beyond all time. Amen. Psalm 89, verses 11 through 17. The heavens are yours, and also the earth. The earth and its fullness you founded. North and south you created. Tabor and Hermon shout for joy at your name. Mighty is your arm, strong is your hand. Your right hand is exalted. Righteousness and justice are the foundation of your throne. Loving devotion and faithfulness go before you. Blessed are those who know the joyful sound, who walk, O Lord, in the light of your presence. They rejoice in your name all day long, and in your righteousness they exult, for you are the glory of their strength, and by your favor our horn is exalted. From the prophet Nahum, chapter 2, verse 10 through the 19th verse of chapter 3. She is emptied. Yes, she is desolate and waste. Hearts are melting and knees knocking. Also anguish is in the whole body, and all their faces are grown pale. Where is the den of the lions and the feeding place of the young lions, where the lion, lioness, and lions cub prowled with nothing to disturb them? The lion tore enough for his cubs, killed enough for his lioness, and filled his lairs with prey and his dens with torn flesh. Behold, I am against you, declares the Lord of hosts. I'll burn up her chariots in smoke. A sword will devour your young lions. I will cut off your prey from the land, and no longer will the voice of your messengers be heard. Woe to the blood city, completely full of lies and pillage. Her prey never departs. The noise of the whip, the noise of the rattling of the wheel, galloping horses and bounding chariots, horsemen charging, swords flashing, spears gleaming, many slain. A mass of corpses and countless bodies, they stumble over the dead bodies, all because the many harlotries of the harlot, the charming one, 
the mistress of sorceries, who sells nations by our harlotries and families by our sorceries. Behold, I am against you, declares the Lord of hosts. I will lift up your skirts over your face and show to the nations your nakedness and to the kingdoms your disgrace. I will throw filth on you and make you vile and set you up as a spectacle. It will come about that all who see you will shrink from you and say, Nineveh is devastated. Who will grieve for her? Where will I seek comforters for you? Are you better than Naaman, which was situated by the waters of the Nile, with waters surrounding her, whose ramparts was the sea, whose wall consisted of the sea? Ethiopia was her might, and Egypt too without limits. Put and Lubim were among her helpers, yet she became an exile. She went into captivity, and her small children were dashed to pieces at the head of every street. They cast lots for her honorable men, and all her great men were bound with fetters. You too will become drunk. You will be hidden. You too will search for a refuge from the enemy. All your fortifications are fig trees with ripe fruit. When shaken, they fall into the eater's mouth. Behold, your people are women in your midst. The gates of your land are open wide to your enemies. Fire consumes your gate bars. Draw for yourself waters for the siege. Strengthen your fortifications. Go into the clay and tread the mortar. Take hold of the brick mold. There fire will consume you. The sword will cut you down. It will consume you as the locust does. Multiply yourself like the creeping locust. Multiply yourself like the swarming locust. You have increased your traders more than the stars of heaven. The creeping locust strips and flies away. Your guardsmen are like the swarming locusts. Your marshals are like the hordes of grasshoppers settling in the stone walls on a cold day. The sun rises and they flee, and the place where they are is not known. Your shepherds are sleeping, O king of Assyria. Your nobles are lying down. Your people are scattered on the mountains, and there is no one to regather them. There is no relief for your breakdown. Your wound is incurable. All who hear about you will clap their hands over you, for on whom has not your evil passed continually? From the Apocryphal Book, Ben Sira, Chapter 35, Verses 1-17 through 17. To keep the law is to make many offerings. Whoever observes the commandments sacrifices a peace offering. By works of charity one offers fine flour, and one who gives alms presents a sacrifice of praise. To refrain from evil pleases the Lord, and to avoid injustice is atonement. Do not appear before the Lord empty-handed, for all that you offer is in fulfillment of the precepts. The offering of the just enriches the altar, a sweet odor before the Most High. The sacrifice of the just is accepted, never to be forgotten. With a generous spirit pay homage to the Lord, and do not spare your free will gifts. With each contribution show a cheerful countenance, and pay your tithes in a spirit of joy. Give to the Most High as He has given to you, generously, according to your means. For He is a God who always repays and will give back to you sevenfold. But offer no bribes, these He does not accept. Do not trust in sacrifice of the fruits of extortion, for He is a God of justice who shows no impartiality. He shows no partiality to the weak, but hears the grievances of the oppressed. He does not forsake the cry of the orphan, nor the widow when she pours out her complaint. From Revelation, chapter 13, verses 11 through 18. 
Then I saw another beast coming up out of the earth, and he had two horns like a lamb, and he spoke as a dragon. He exercises all the authority of the first beast in his presence, and he makes the earth and those who dwell in it worship the first beast, whose fatal wound was healed. He performs great signs, so that he even makes fire come down out of heaven to the earth in the presence of men. And he deceives those who dwell on the earth because of the signs which it was given him to perform in the presence of the beast." telling those who dwell on the earth to make an image of the beast who had the wound of the sword and has come to life. And it was given to him to give breath to the image of the beast so that the image of the beast would even speak and cause as many as do not worship the image of the beast to be killed. And he causes all, the small and the great and the rich and the poor and the free men and the slaves to be given a mark on their right hand or on their forehead And he provides that no one will be able to buy or to sell except the one who has the mark, either the name of the beast or the number of his name. Here is wisdom. Let him who has understanding calculate the number of the beast, for the number is that of a man, and his number is 666. From the Gospel according to Luke, chapter 12, verses 32 through 48. Do not be afraid, little flock, for your Father has chosen gladly to give you the kingdom. Sell your possessions and give to charity. Make yourselves money belts, which do not wear out, an unfailing treasure in heaven, where no thief comes near nor moth destroys. For where your treasure is, there your heart will be also. Be dressed in readiness and keep your lamps lit. Be like men who are waiting for their master when he returns from the wedding feast, so that they may immediately open the door to him when he comes and knocks. Blessed are those slaves whom the master will find on the alert when he comes. Truly I say to you that he will gird himself to serve and have them recline at the table and will come up and wait on them, whether he comes in the second watch or even in the third and finds them so. Blessed are those slaves. But be sure of this, that if the head of the house had known at what hour the thief was coming, he would not have allowed his house to be broken into. You too be ready, for the Son of Man is coming at an hour that you do not expect." Peter said, Lord, are you addressing this parable to us or to everyone else as well? And the Lord said, Who then is the faithful and sensible steward whom his master will put in charge of his servants to give them their rations at the proper time? Blessed is that slave whom his master finds so doing when he comes. Truly I say to you that he will put him in charge of all his possessions. But if that slave says in his heart, My master will be a long time in coming, and begins to beat the slaves, both men and women, and to eat and drink and get drunk. The master of that slave will come on a day when he does not expect him, and at an hour he does not know, and will cut him in pieces and assign him a place with the unbelievers. And that slave will know his master's will, and did not get ready or act in accord with his will, will receive many lashes. But the one who did not know it, and committed deeds worthy of a flogging, will receive but few. From every one who has been given much, much will be required. And to whom they entrusted much, of him they will ask all the more. These are the readings of the words of God for the people of God. Thanks be to God. Prayer for Saturday Prepare our hearts, O Lord, to join together with your whole congregation, to praise and serve you. Reveal your presence to all who will gather in adoration and self-offering. To those who cannot for good reason go gladly into your house, give your strength and consolation. 
that they may know of the concern of their communities of faith. Make us receptive to your word for us and enable us to know and do your will. Bind your people together in a shared faith, a common witness, and compassionate service to the world through Jesus our Savior. Amen. An Orthodox Prayer to the Holy Spirit O Lord, Heavenly King, Comforter, the Spirit of Truth, be compassionate and have mercy on me, thy sinful servant. Remit and forgive me, the unworthy one, of all the things which I have sinned as a man and even as a beast, both voluntary and involuntary, in knowledge and in ignorance, from my youth, from learning of evil, and from emptiness or despair. If I swore with thy name, or stained it in my reasoning, or dishonored someone, or cursed someone with my anger, or saddened him, or if I become angry over something, or lied, or slept unfittingly, or if a pure person came to me and despised him, or if I saddened my brother, or frustrated or judged someone, or became puffed up and proud, or if while standing in prayer my mind was moved by the evil of this world, or contemplated suicide, or overrate and overdrank, or laughed without reason, or thought of evil, or if I saw another good and was bound by it in my heart, or spoke unseemingly, or laughed at my brother's sin, my sins are countless in number. If I have forsaken prayer or have done anything evil, I do not remember, for I have committed even more. Have mercy on me, O Master, my Creator, thy unworthy and unprofitable servant. Forgive, remit, and loose my sins, for thou art gracious and lovest mankind, that I may rest in peace and sleep, though a prodigal, sinful, and wretched, that I may adore and praise and glorify thy most holy name, together with the Father and his only begotten Son, now and ever unto the ages of ages. Amen. The Apostles' Creed I believe in God the Father Almighty, maker of heaven and earth, and in Jesus Christ, his only Son, our Lord, who was conceived by the Holy Spirit, born of the Virgin Mary, suffered under Pontius Pilate, was crucified, dead, and buried. The third day he rose from the dead. He ascended into heaven and sitteth at the right hand of God the Father Almighty. From thence he should come to judge the quick living and the dead. I believe in the Holy Spirit, the Holy Catholic Church, the communion of saints, the forgiveness of sins, the resurrection of the body, and the life everlasting. Amen.